0: Y'all ready to be real? People are going to tell you whatever you do is in your heart to do. How many different areas of your life are you putting in the bare minimum and then looking at other people who are putting in work and then wanting their results? You have to be yourself at the end of the day and stay true to yourself. in whatever you're doing, whatever profession you may be in, that's the only way that you can truly be happy. Just because he gives us a gift doesn't mean it's going to flourish. It's not going to unwrap itself. No, you're not going to stress your girl out. (laughs) (laughs) Just really love on yourselves this week. This is The Changeover, and this is your life on your terms. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Changeover Podcast. This is your host, Alana, and I am so excited to be back with y'all For two reasons. One, we skipped last week, so there was no episode last week. Um, And two, because this is my second time tonight recording this episode, I will say per usual, that's because somebody in particular needs to hear this episode. And uh, when I was literally wrapping up the last recording, it cut off. So, because you're listening... If it was for you, make sure you listen to the end. I'm gonna try to make this a short episode and really get straight to the point. So this week we're talking about uh, the five things that I have learned to embrace after turning 30. For a lot of people, turning 30 is a scary time frame. I see it all over my timeline. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, 30, Ugh. It's almost like a Mufasa kind of thing. And um I will tell y'all that 30 was literally the greatest year of my life thus far. When I entered into 30, it was a little it was a little shaky, you know, I was nowhere near where I wanted to be, but I will tell y'all at 31 and 6 days, your girl is <laughs> is really pleased and I will say that God is showing out for me right now. So I'm grateful for that. With that being said, I want to start by saying a lot of times people fear turning 30, in my experience. A lot of times people fear turning 30 because we have this expectation of where we're supposed to be before we turn age 25. So at 22, 23, we think at 25, we're supposed to be married, we're supposed to be pregnant, we're supposed to be, you know, like homeowners, all of that fun stuff. And at 30 or 29 and a half, when you're like approaching 30 you're like dang I'm roughly 4 years behind and almost 5 math folks it's fine don't worry y'all know what i mean um <laughs> you feel like you're behind subconsciously even though like your life may or may not have ever been on that track at 29 and a half at 30 you may find yourself either still being single being newly single Being married, you know, being divorced, whatever the case may be. I will tell y'all, for me personally, at 30, I think I was five years. Four or five years, straight single. For 20-something-year-old Alana, who thought she was going to be married and pregnant by 25, still being single for the fifth year in a row at 30, not really a good look but thank god that I got to the point where I embraced the season of singleness and where it has literally been like a season of me getting to know myself of me like growing in different areas of me going hard you know what I mean just just so much stuff I've embraced and I enjoy my own company that's a whole nother word for the people that are like dying to be in relationships honey if you can't enjoy your own company uh. you're not ready you're not ready but I'll I'll digress there um also with children children is another big thing that when women are approaching 30 you may have family members that's like oh your clock is ticking you may actually have a child already you may have an angel baby you may have both um but that can be really scary it doesn't matter which stage which stage you're in 30 is just, for some reason, it's just like a scary, scary age for most people. And I will tell y'all again that it's definitely a learning space. So today's episode, we're going to talk about the five plus a bonus. So I guess I can say six now. Um, <laughs> The six things that I have had to embrace before slash after crossing over the thirty threshold. So... Number one is I've learned that I had to set myself up for success Um, to meet the different goals that I have when it came to being debt-free. I have to, one, know how much debt I have. I have to have a plan of attack of how I'm going to pay this off. And I have to celebrate the small wins. That's me. That's Alana. Alana has to celebrate small wins. Everybody needs to do the first two. Small wins may not be your thing. But for me, that's something that keeps me going. If you know me personally, you know I celebrate everything. I don't care what it is. Thursday is Friday Eve to me. I celebrate. So (laughs) with that being said, I had to learn how to set myself up. I had to learn what is going to be the most effective way for me to manage my finances and to be a good steward of what God has given me. I had to set myself up for success when it came to my dating life. Last year, I literally decided that I would no longer go to work before the sun comes up and leave work when the sun comes down, come straight home and gather myself and do it again the next day. Because if I had intentions of allowing somebody to find me, first of all, they're probably not working where I work. Thank God. Um... (laughs) And two, if they don't they they have absolutely no way to get in there that's that's number two. but number three is what is like was I expecting them to come up to my office and be like, "Oh hey, what's up, girl?" like you know what obviously not like that, but I had to position myself outside of the office at some point for me to even run into anybody at some point for me to be able to to have a social life and to be able to, you know, go out on dates and, you know, all of those different things. Working sunup to sundown and going to sleep did not set me up to be found. So that was something I had to be very intentional about as well as traveling. A lot of y'all know I did a lot of traveling throughout the year. Baby, you got the plan for that. There's hotels, there's flights, there's events, there's, there's so many different parts of it that, if that's something that you wanna do, you have to set yourself up for success. You have to know what you're getting into. You have to be intentional about it. So I guess number one can either be called setting yourself up for success um, or just being intentional. I like, I like the success one. So that was uh, one of the first lessons that I had to learn. The second lesson that I had to learn slash embrace when it came to crossing over and to to 30-hood is that it's okay to choose peace and that you should choose peace across the board in relationships with other people and when it comes to your work environment. At 30, we say no to toxic stuff. (laughs) It's a no. It is a complete no. For some reason, I think a lot of us think that at a certain age, the people that are surrounding us when it comes to relationships and it comes to friendships are as solid as as it's going to be. The reality is people get comfortable and they start to show their true colors. And if you're not careful in the first place, actually it doesn't matter how careful you are up front when it comes to choosing the people that you allow to be in your circle. Somebody will always still be there at some point and show colors and you have to decide if you're going to allow them to stay in your life or if you're going to let them go. I would tell y'all, as soon as I turned 30, somebody showed colors, and I had to let old girl go. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what capacity you know somebody in. It doesn't matter how long you know somebody. You have to have a standard of the people that are around you. And if the people that are there aren't meeting it, it's fine. Don't let them disrupt your peace. They can disrupt their own if they have it in the first place. Or they can disrupt somebody else's. But after 30, your tolerance for certain things especially like toxic relationships they start to dwindle if they haven't they should so you know if you got a couple toxic relationships in your life look look into that is i guess all i can say um but my suggestion is going to be let it go same when it comes to work so i have worked in so many different industries Um, and in the short period that I've graduated college and up until this point and entering into 30, I had a temporary job. I was rolling into year two of this temporary job. I will also tell y'all that the way that this whole job situation for me was set up at 30 is that I only had one more year to work in this capacity before I would have to take a year break. (laughs) What was I going to do on this year break y'all? I don't know. So I know y'all don't know. I mean, Of course, there's plenty of things I possibly could do. But the reality is um, because I had spent so much time in different work environments that either weren't for me or they were toxic, that I left those particular places that unlike a lot of other people that I know that are in the situation that I was in. Once they finish this temporary stint, like they have something to go back to, whether they're a CPA or whether they're in IT or whether they are in, you know, just whatever different career field. A lot of people were not in my situation where God put me here because I was in a place of need and he knew that it was where I needed to be. It worked out for me. Um, And at the end of the day choosing peace when it came to work relationships allowed me to get to where i am today and for that i'm grateful so choose your peace uh both when it comes to mental health if you're working in a super toxic environment see what changes you can make if you can make any or just you know figure out what your path is but at the bare at a bare minimum You need to note that it is a toxic relationship if it is, or that it's a peaceful one and be grateful for it. Number three, uh, once you cross cross over 30, it becomes even more important for you to find yourself. Um, One of the things that my friends and I talk about is how we're in the decade of becoming wives, of becoming mothers, of becoming business owners, um, those of us who are not already those are things that we have already set in the atmosphere for our lives in this 10-year period that is upon us. And um, when you're taking on all of those different things, you have to know what you time looks like. Is it fitness? If it is fitness, like what type of fitness? So there's another episode where I talked about a dance class that I started to go to where I work out there. And the reality is I'm so grateful that I found that type of fitness because, like, it just it does something different to me than lifting weights does. It gives me a different type of joy. But I would have never known that if I didn't open myself up to it. And that's something that I can continue to use, that I can continue to do um, nature walks and all types of things. Like, you really get to really figure out who you are before... All the babies before all your time is with your spouse or significant other before you're just really caught up in the whole system. And if you are already in those places and if you already have children or you're already married, like you still need to figure out who you are, too, and what gives you joy. So that was something that I had to learn to embrace with all the free time (laughs) that I had when I was 30 and that I'm grateful for at 31 because I feel like I have a, a solid grasp on that. And that's not just doing different things. That's also when it comes down to your values and literally everything that makes you who you are. Number four, um, the best way that I can say number four, is very to the point. Um, excuse my language, guys. Don't take no shit, y'all. Seriously. At 30, the the tolerance, like I mentioned before, is a little different. Um, before where you may want to be really patient and really kind and really like trying to be really understanding and giving people multiple like multiple chances and stuff like that like no like you are who you are you are you are how you are there's an asterisk next to that because we're always growing and we're always you know being receptive to feedback but at the end of the day we're not letting people treat us any type of way. And I'm not I'm not even talking about toxic relationships. I'm talking about putting your foot down and literally being who you are and being okay with that. That means a lot of stuff for a lot of different people. But at the end of the day, don't take no shit, y'all. To go with that, number five was after 30 slash crossing over into 30 with that tolerance, and you're not taking any shit, you still gotta be humble. (laughs) You're still not perfect. You still have areas for improvement. You still have room to grow. Be aware of that. And literally take advantage of it. When people give you feedback, especially if different people are giving you the same feedback, you might need to check it. I have learned that sometimes the way I say things can come off a certain way that I don't mean it to that has made me learn to slow down my speech podcasting has also helped me because when I talk to y'all a lot of times when I'm talking to y'all I'm just talking however I feel it is how I say it but that's not always the way that you can talk to somebody in a one-on-one situation in a one-on-one type of conversation you have to be more aware of who you're talking to and how they're going to receive the information. And that was something that, like I said, I learned that in different atmospheres, like the way I communicate is not always the greatest. And I think that's something that I've always known, but having this platform and being able to talk to you all each week um, has given me a little bit more confidence to speak and say the things that are on my mind. But again, I still have to tailor how I'm having these conversations when I do have them in a one-on-one atmosphere. So that's number five. Um, You still got to be humble. You still, you're dope. You're great. But you, you, (laughs) you still have some growth to go even at 30 and over this threshold. And then number six, which was my bonus, which is the bonus I should say is you have to master the art of staying grateful. Whatever season that you're in, there are a number of seasons in life that we're going to go through that will absolutely suck. Absolutely suck. For instance, if you want to hear more of my story, you can listen to the episode "Loving God from a Distance," and those that particular season was one of them in my life that absolutely sucked. But I had to learn to master the art of always being grateful and knowing that there's always something to learn. And being in a place where I'm learning it the first time around instead of God having to show me again and again and again the exact same thing. So God will force, he's he's a gentle God, but if he needs to get your attention, he will do so. And he will do so in whatever way he feels necessary. Now, if you choose to honor the time that he gives you to, to focus on him and to get in line with him. If you choose to honor that time and you learn whatever it is you need to learn, kudos to you, great. If not, you might find yourself in the exact same situation multiple times. If you can look at your life right now and you're in a situation that you've been in before and you don't understand why you're there, take a moment, journal, pray, put on some praise and worship music, And really take some time to sit with God so he can reveal that to you. Because I believe that God 100% will tell you what you ask of him. So with that being said, it's ridiculously important to remain grateful. Because um, my favorite Bible verse, it rains on the just and the unjust. It doesn't matter if you do everything perfectly or not. There will be seasons where life just kind of sucks. But you gotta find a way to keep smiling. You gotta find a way to keep choosing uh, to be grateful for what you do have. If your job absolutely sucks, listen. Do what you gotta do to get another one um, or to find peace and solve whatever the issue is that's making your job suck. Maybe it's you. Let's be real. Maybe it's your attitude. Maybe you're looking at it being like, oh, well, that's not my job. I don't need to do that. Okay, well, maybe whoever's job it actually is, don't know it's their job and that's why they're not doing it. Do you, maybe you just need to communicate. Maybe from like a financial standpoint, like maybe you don't have 10 stacks in your savings account, but you still got a roof over your head. You know what I mean? You still have the opportunity to be able to grow your savings account. Maybe you're in like Dave Ramsey style and you have your emergency fund, you know, you're baby stepping it out and you got to keep wiping your emergency fund. While I see in a Facebook group that I'm in, a lot of people get really, really depressed when they find themselves building and trying to like really get that $1,000 emergency fund and start paying off debt. And then something happens, Murphy, Murphy hits. And now they have to pay for this, they have to pay for that, they have to pay for this. And now their entire emergency fund is gone and they got to start over from scratch. A lot of people are usually really like, ah, upset about it. But one thing that I always want those people to realize is like, baby, you had it in the first place. That please be grateful for. Because so many people don't have, you know what I mean? So even the ability, (laughs) even the ability to use up your emergency fund is a blessing. I'm just saying. All right, y'all, let me wrap this episode up because I thought that my computer just shut off on me again. And y'all gonna get this episode y'all finna get this episode this week so thank y'all for listening if you are not a member of the changeover community please join me in the facebook group it's called the changeover community you can um find me on facebook at alana sparrow and yeah connect make sure you leave a five-star review and tell me how much you love this episode tell me if it hit home for you Tell me what you felt like when you were going to turn 30 and where you are now, if you haven't made it there. Hopefully this gave those of you who haven't made it to the 30 slash 30 plus club. It gave y'all a little bit of relief. Um, Again, those things are that I had to learn to embrace. So hopefully you'll get it early is set yourself up for success. Choose peace, find yourself. Don't take no shit, y'all. I had to say it like that. Um, be humble because you're not perfect And master the art Of staying grateful Those are my things for this week I love y'all I will talk to y'all next week Um, Yeah that's it y'all Bye Every day we're faced with decisions That can totally change our lives In the changeover community We believe that no one should make those decisions But you If this episode spoke to you, be sure to leave a review below and to share this episode with a friend. Until the next time, keep living your life on your time.